Hi team, welcome to Cashing In with me, Audrey Morgan. I'm so excited to have you here. And for a little bit of explanation, some of you might be thinking, is this a finance podcast? Absolutely not, it is not. My last name is Cash and that's why this is called Cashing In. Has nothing to do with finances. In fact, we're probably gonna be talking about everything but finances. We will be talking about everything and anything with the main goal of each episode to leave you feeling inspired, seen, or empowered. That is my goal. We're gonna be talking to some amazing women that I find incredibly inspiring from entrepreneurs to fitness professionals, and I'm sure you will find them just as inspiring as me. So I am so excited to have you here. Hi guys, welcome back to Cashing In with me, Audrey Morgan. Hope you guys had a great week. Um, there was not originally going to be an episode today simply because I feel a little tiny bit under the weather and I really didn't think it was a great idea for me to talk for a long period of time. However, here I am. It's like 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday. I have taken my NyQuil and I am in bed. (laughs) So picture that and keep the NyQuil in mind as you listen to this episode, because I have a feeling the further into the episode we get, the more the NyQuil will hit me, and the more it will impact this episode. Anyways, I have a little tiny cold, but really exciting news. When you guys are listening to this, I will probably already be in Charlotte, which I'm super excited about. I'm going to Charlotte to see my bestie and to see Beyonce. So that's exciting. The disappointing side of that story is I did order these really two, these really two, these two really cute black dresses from Meshki, but they are not here in time for the concert. On the flip side of the positive, this is what I'm saying, you guys, the NyQuil is hitting me. The flip side of that coin, I did also order a pink dress from Skims that is here in time for the Jonas Brother concert which I'm going to like the day after Beyonce, but the Jonas Brothers are in New York. Um, and let me let me tell you the story about how we've been bamboozled. My bestie and I have been bamboozled by the Jonas Brothers. And what happened was back in April, they announced that they were doing one night only. <laughs> one night only, they're doing all five albums. And we were like, oh my God, we have to go. So one thing about me is that the Jonas Brothers are probably tied with Brad Paisley as who I've seen the most in concert. Like I was such a big Jonas Brothers fan when I was in like elementary to middle school. I probably saw them like four times. I believe I saw them open for Hannah Montana. I saw them as part of like a Camp Rock tour. I don't know if Camp Rock was the opener, but I do recall some people from Camp Rock singing on this tour. I remember the song World War Three. It really holds a piece of my heart. I don't think it holds literally anybody else's heart, but it holds mine. And on top of all that, I needed to say that I've always been a Joe girl and I always will be a Joe girl. So if you had any questions or doubts in regards to who my favorite brother was, know that it always has been and always will be Joe Jonas. Anyways, back to the bamboozling. So... They say one night only in New York, Yankee Stadium, 
we say, say less. Say less, we're purchasing those tickets. Then, after these tickets sold out, we being some of the people who bought the tickets, they say, okay, two nights only. (laughs) Okay, you guys sold it out so fast, two nights only. So they sell tickets for the following night. And I'm like, you know what? Bamboozled number one. But it is what it is. Two nights only, I can handle that. Then, this family goes on to announce a tour. A tour of all five albums. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Now, I'm not complaining because I do enjoy New York and I'll take an excuse to go to New York. But, yeah, long story short, we didn't have to go to New York to see the Jonas Brothers. If we would have waited a few months, we would have seen that they are taking this whole thing on tour. So, that's pretty sick. Anyways, that is my plan. I feel like, so I do have a purpose in this episode. And that is, I want to talk about permission and kind of authenticity. Kind of those tie hand in hand. And that will make more sense once I go into the actual, like, thoughts around those two words. Um, but I also just feel like I have a lot to say. Last week, I feel like I didn't have anything to say. This week, I have so much to say. Also, my friend told me last week, she, my friend Tiffany, that's who I'm going to these concerts with. I used to live with her. And she texted me and said it made me laugh when you brought up the Creed series because when we lived together in Texas... Um, that was like where my obsession of the Creed series was born. I was staying up watching them. She did not watch any with me, I don't believe. But since then, Creed has held a big part of my brain space. Anyways, and she, the reason I bring that up is because she goes, yeah, I kind of feel like listening to this podcast is like just knowing what's inside of your brain. So if y'all have ever wondered like what it's like to be in my brain here you have it. Okay, the first kind of recap, kind of catch-up thing I would like to talk about is that for the first, like, six months of this year, I was in my, like, homebody domestic era, and I kept saying I want to live on a farm. If you would have asked me even two months ago if I could get married right now, I would say, yes, find me a man and I will get married right now. Like, I wanted to get married and like have a house on a farm and like bake my own bread that was the energy now not that I'm like so far away from that because I still would like love a house that's like maybe a little further outside of the city but something is happening I feel like I'm going through a rebirth if you will where all of a sudden I'm like I want to create chaos I feel like everything is too peaceful That's also not true because I've been going through, like, a huge breaking point in the last two months. But, like, in my day-to-day, like, personal life, I'm all of a sudden, like, I need to create chaos. I need to create something for the plot. Like, something needs to be happening. So that's kind of the headspace I'm in is I've been making decisions for the plot. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of my update And I don't really want to get into what those decisions are. (laughs) Nothing insane. Nothing insane. Here's what I mean by, like, creating chaos. Like, I want to stir the pot, but, like, in a non-damaging way. Like, I don't want it to damage my career. I don't want it to damage necessarily my mental health. And I don't want it to damage anybody else's lives. Like, I just want to stir the pot just a little bit to create a little bit of chaos, a little bit of drama, because I haven't had drama in my life for so long. And as I'm saying that, this is not 
an invitation to create drama in my life. I want to be in control of the drama that's going on in my life. So just keep that in mind. Anyways, I just have kind of been in this this headspace where I'm like everything in my life has had to be like scheduled or like if I'm going out, I need to know at least 24 hours in advance. I'm, I have not been the girl that's like, if you text me 8 p.m. on a Friday, do you want to go out tonight? It's too late for me. It's too late. Like I'm already in bed. It's too late for me. But if you were to text me like Thursday night and ask me if I want to go out on Friday, okay, sure, I can do that. So I'm just trying to kind of let loose a tiny bit more. I've just had these thoughts. So it all came down to Wednesday night. I was having wine with a friend and then I was texting my other friend after she left and I was like, here's these thoughts. Here's these things that I want to do that I probably shouldn't do. And she was like, well, why not? And I was like, because I'm afraid of like what other people are going to think, which this actually leads gorgeously into the topic of today. But I was like, I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. And she said, essentially, like, if the only thing holding you back from doing something is like the shame from other people or the fear of what other people are going to think, that's really not a valid excuse. Like, if this feels authentic to you, and if this feels like something that's going to like, give you some sort of peace or some sort of freedom, then like, do that. So anyways, that's kind of where I've been at is creating chaos in a way that feels authentic to me. And just like letting loose a little bit. Um, that's, that's kind of my catch up. What's going on in my life now for our little pop culture corner. Now, I've decided, I think for these pop culture corners, I don't really want to look up anything. This is just going to be what's been on my heart. <laughs> what's been on my heart? What's been on my mind since the last time we talked? And what's really been on my heart lately, you guys, has been the Ariana Grande of it all. And not that there's really, there's been like, she's been getting a lot of hate. This girl's mid cancellation. <laughs> Ever since this like affair has come out with her coworker, now there's all sorts of like people coming out of the woodwork saying how terrible she is to work with. And the donut scandal of like 2015, where she just licked donuts off of the, like in a donut shop that she was not buying which sounds like crazy. I don't think it's as crazy when you see it in the video, but you guys probably remember it. But yeah, all this stuff is coming out and there's not really any like added information to the story about the affair. It's just, I think the only kind of added story is that they were going on double dates. Oh, and the the wife of Ethan has come out and basically said, like, I'm heartbroken. I am so, like, surprised by this. This really, you know, I'm blindsided, whatever. Now, I'm not saying any of that is right, obviously, if that's the truth, if she had no idea and she's blindsided and they weren't separated, then this is, like, terrible. But I just, like, can't bring myself to say anything bad about Ariana Grande. Like, she is my Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Except a less obsessive version like I'm not a Swifty I'm not a Taylor Swift girl and that's fine but Ariana Grande is like the equivalent to me so I can't say anything bad about her other things that are going on Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick broke up this is another one that this might sound delusional you guys but these people live in Nashville I live in Nashville and I just feel like I can't say anything bad about them because we live in the same city that I'm like, what if I run into them? And that you guys, 
you might be rolling your eyes. You might be saying, oh my God, they're never going to hear this. You're not going to run into them. I'm telling you right now, I feel like you would be surprised. The city is so dang small. I feel like I've run into so many people. Again, not that they would listen to this podcast necessarily, but also the, my own conscience of knowing if I said something. Actually, I genuinely don't even have anything bad to say about this, except I feel sad for Caitlin. Caitlin was the bachelorette when I was in high school, and we used to do bachelorette. When does it come on? Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays? One of those days. But we used to do like a potluck my senior year to watch The Bachelorette. So she's probably the only person from that franchise that I have any sort of emotional hold to. Um, So I do feel sad for her. That's really, I think all I have for pop culture updates is like following up on those stories. Okay, so now I want to jump into the actual topic of the episode Um, once again, it feels important to remind you that the NyQuil has really kicked in at this point. I did record this whole section of the episode and it felt really rambly to me and like there was no purpose. So we are re-recording it. Anyways, like I said earlier, the real topic of the episode is really about permission and authenticity. And every week at the Spin Studio, we receive a word to talk about. And it's really supposed to inspire our open house. So at our studio, we have one song during the class where the lights are off. It's called open house. Lights are off. Sometimes the instructor mic is off. Instructor is usually off the bike. Um, It's really the mental health aspect of the class. So this week, our word was permission. And at first, I was like, I have nothing to speak on about this. That was last Sunday when we got the word. Fast forward to this previous Saturday where I almost made myself cry talking about this during open house. So, like I said in my kind of talk about my chaotic era, I was talking to a friend about like things that felt authentic to me and I it was kind of one of those conversations where should I actually do this? Should I not do this? Um, this is not nearly as serious as it's coming across when it's, when I'm talking about it in vague terms. No, this is not a serious decision, but it was just one of those conversations where you talk to your friend and you're like, this is what I want to do. Should I do this? And like I said, she had said, okay, what are your reasonings for not wanting to do this? And I said, to be honest, I'm afraid it's going to get out to other people. I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. And she was like, if that's really the only reason, then that doesn't really make any sense. Like, that's not a real reason not to make this decision. And I've been thinking about that for, it's been almost a week now. I've been thinking about what she said for about a week. And it rings true in so many other situations. Not, this was a should I text this person (laughs) type of conversation. Like I said, doesn't really matter. But I was, I've just been thinking about it over the last week and I feel like it applies to everything. If your main reasoning for not going for something, whether that's a goal, whether it's as simple as texting someone back or it's quitting your job or it's moving to a new state or it's ending your relationship, whatever it is, if your main reason is because you're afraid of what other people are going to think because you don't have permission from other people in your life, that's not a valid reason. Because at the end of the day, like, we really do only live one life. And that's before you roll your eyes. We really do only live one life. And, like, what the hell is the point 
(laughs) to live it for somebody else. There is no point. That doesn't make sense. So I've been trying to ask myself more, does this feel authentic to me? Like really dive deep. And I think what's hard about this is we have to know ourselves, right? We really have to like be in tune with ourselves in order to know what feels authentic to us. But to live for other people, to live for other people's permission, we don't have to do that work, right? It's almost in a way the easy way out to live for other people. Live for other people is quite dramatic, but it's kind of the easy way out to live in a way where you want to please other people and you don't want the shame from other people. So in order to really, like I like I said, I've been trying to ask myself, does this feel authentic to me? This desire that I have right now, does it actually feel authentic? Does it feel genuine? What will I feel when I do this? How will I feel once this decision is made? Or how will I feel once this action has been done? Does that feel aligned? And like I said, it's hard to do when, because sometimes you ask yourself those questions and the answers are, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know if this feels aligned. And if those are your answers, then that probably means you need to dive a little deeper, talk to yourself a little more, journal a little more, meditate a little more, do whatever you need to do to get to know yourself a little better. But you should be able to answer those questions. But permission, it's so easy to live your life in a way where you value permission. It's so easy. We've all done it. But what do we get out of other people's permission? (laughs) Smooth sailing, I guess. But when you really think about it, what do you get by striving for other people's opinions or permission? You don't get anything. You literally don't get anything. So as you go about your day-to-day, I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself why you are making the decisions that you are making. Again, those could be little decisions. Those could be big decisions. Whatever it is, ask yourself why you're making those decisions. Is it because other people around you would validate those decisions? They would agree with those decisions? It would appease other people? Or is it because it feels good to you? And it's kind of hard to get to that point, but I'm going to challenge you to, to get to a point where you are making decisions purely because it feels good. Purely because it feels good to you. I should specify when I say it feels good to you, there's going to be decisions that are going to be hard and they're maybe not going to feel good, but In the future, you know it's going to bring you one step closer to where you're trying to get in the future. That's kind of a hard work sidebar. But there's going to be situations where the decisions maybe don't feel like easy. So let's let's backtrack on that. If decisions that are aligned are not always the same as the decisions that are easy. The actions that are easy could very well be the actions that you're doing to appease other people. So my guess is that a lot of you are going to go work and do some journaling and do some mindfulness practices to really get in tune with yourself. 
But let's let's lo- make a little challenge with ourselves. We've got about five months left of this year, right? Four months. Jesus, we got four months left of this year. Let's try and start making decisions and taking actions because they feel good and they feel aligned with us, not because they are easy or because it's what other people expect us to do. Okay? Can we do that together? Can we start to make aligned actions? Can we start to make decisions because they feel good for us? Because at the end of the day, it does not matter what anybody else thinks of you. You do not need anybody else's permission. You can do things purely because they feel good, purely because they light your heart on fire, purely because they excite you. So let's do that. For the next four months, let's actually put these words into action and start doing things because they feel good and less because we are looking for permission. Got it? All right, good. Thank you so much for listening, team. I'll, I'll talk to you next week.